I need to know everything. Who in the what and the where I need everything. Trust me, I hear what you're saying, but I like it's new what you're telling me. I'm curious, George. I hop in the Porsche, a five and a horse. I'm ready for war. I'm coming for ghosts to turn to a ghost. I need to know everything. Now you'd be surprised at the info you get is by letting them talk. So I'm letting them talk. What's up? What's up? I about forgot to put us on the screen. How are we doing? How are we doing? You How are we doing, Trev? Oh. You there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Did I lose my myself? Now it was, it was spinning on my oh. end for a little bit, but I think we're Uh-oh. good now. We're good to go. <laughs> Let's roll. What's going on, everybody? Dan, Trevor, another day in fantasy podcast. And it is Super Bowl 57 week, baby. I'm ready to, to rock and roll and see the Chiefs and Eagles go at it. Hell yeah. Third Super Bowl in four years. And we'll give some love cheat for the Eagles. Two Super Bowls, five years. Uh, two franchises that have had a lot of success recently. Uh, but man, it's going to be Absolutely. awesome. Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes got great weapons, and AJ Brown and Travis Kelsey. It, two. I mean, the Eagles' defense has been great. The Chiefs' defense has been hot recently. Dan, this one's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be incredible. Uh, and, you know, definitely two teams that have seen a lot of success recently, obviously third Super Bowl for the Chiefs. But the Eagles were there just a couple of years ago and they beat Tom Brady, something that uh, our Chiefs were, were not able to do whenever we faced off with them in Super Bowl 55 against the Bucks. But, uh, you know, we're back and and uh, and he's not. <laughs> he's That's done. right. He's headed <laughs> off into the sunset. Thank goodness. Uh, we're hot and heavy in the chat already here. Yes, I do remember talking about the Eagles early in the the preseason. Uh, Lee hit it on the nose, and I did not know this, but this is actually very interesting to know that pro football focus is given a 52% chance. We'll take any chance that we can get as Chiefs fans uh, this weekend. That's right. Absolutely. Um, You know, speaking of the Chiefs, I just got back from the Pro Bowl in Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a spur of the moment trip to get down there and see Allegiant. Never been there before, uh, but got to enjoy it with my wife, my uh, my mom and, and uncle and a couple other family members. And um, it was a lot of fun, actually. You know, I didn't watch a ton of the competitions leading up into the big finale on Sunday, but it was pretty cool, right? So I don't know if you watched it on TV, but they had the three flag football games. They had some activities planned in between. Ray Schrummer did like a halftime show, so we got to see him nice. do the I ain't got no type. <laughs> that <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a ton of fun. They, 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 they weren't like heavily enforcing, you know, the seating chart or anything like that. And a lot of people were just kind of walking around at the bar anyway. So we, uh, we just kind of took our time walking around the stadium during most of the time and then finally sat down for the third flag football game and um, you know, it was actually kind of exciting. You know, we were cheering for the AFC and, and that whole thing, but it was, it was bittersweet not getting to watch any chiefs players out there. It kind of felt like we didn't have any stake in the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's all right. We'll, we'll take that. Like, well, you know, right. Out of any of the, any of the games, like let, let the chiefs miss the pro bowl, you know, it's so a fair trade off. Uh, did, did you boo cheer? What happened when Tyreek got laid out? Like, what was your reaction? Uh, I was just like, 
I was kind of like, oh, you know, yeah. I still root for the guy, right? So it's it's. I also uh, don't think I don't think it was on purpose. Like when I watched the replay, I'm like, it definitely looked like it was an accidental. But Tyreek went yeah. after him afterwards. Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like any of those guys they get knocked down hard, in a, a, a what's not supposed to be very much contact. You're gonna get a little upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was crazy. the The crowd would get into it here and there. But they really went wild if a Raiders player did anything, obviously, because we were in Vegas. So um, it was just super cool seeing all fans from all 32 different teams all in one place. Um, It kind of gave me a little bit of foresight as to what the NFL draft is going to be like here in Kansas City. You know, with so many different fans coming here in one place, in one building, in one area concentrated. Um, You know, there was a lot of... uh, Obviously, my family and I were decked out in Chiefs gear. All of us had Mahomes or Kelsey jerseys on, and uh, we were getting a lot of, um, you know, either good luck, hope you guys get the W, or Eagles are going to whoop you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of a little mix of those two things, depending on whose jersey. Uh, yeah. That All the black and silver were probably like, oh, the Eagles are going to whoop you. You have no chance. We heard it most from Broncos fans, believe it or not. It was like, uh, you know, those donkey fans. They were just chattering <laughs> the whole time. Like, listen, you guys can watch from uh, from the mountains as our team plays in the big That's game. Right. You know, maybe in a decade or two, you guys will finally get a win against us. <laughs> maybe if you get that quarterback coach or whatever it is from Russell Wilson away from the, the stadium so if Sean Payton can be the coach, you'll be all right. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. That is, that sounds like a really cool experience and something that uh, any football fan would love to do for sure is get out there to the pro bowl games and, and check out what's going on. And of course we're happy the chiefs players weren't there uh, because that means they're in the super bowl. (laughs) Uh, You know, I had bring up Tyreek Hill. I had to cover up the Tyreek Hill Jersey this week. You know, it's, it's, it's over for him. He's not a part of this team this week. (laughs) So I had to cover him up, get the, championship flag out hopefully next year we are raising another championship flag well let's get into this thing super bowl 57 we're going to talk bets we got some player props that we want to talk about and of course at the end we will leave you with our game predictions who we think ultimately wins the game and maybe even a score that we think is going to they're going to win by and and we welcome you all to get involved hit that like button subscribe to the youtube channel here at stadium rant and, and send us in. You know, we're going to talk player props. We want to hear your player props. We're going to talk keys of the game. Let us know what your keys of the game is this weekend. Uh, this is an interactive show, so let us know what your thoughts are on Super Bowl 57. Eagles, Chiefs. Dan, we got a little bit of injury news before we get started. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, just a little bit, luckily. Both these teams are relatively healthy. Um, Jalen Hurts obviously still dealing with a little bit of that shoulder injury, but nothing too concerning. Mahomes, a little bit of that ankle injury, nothing too concerning there. Uh, long story short, all of the key contributors for both of these teams are practicing and healthy, with the exception of these two or this one player. So the Chiefs earlier in the week, they did have to move McCole Hardman to the IR. That pelvis mm-hmm. issue just is going to be too much for him to overcome in such a short amount of time after flaring it up in the AFC championship game. I think even Andy Reed came out to say uh, 
if it wasn't for, you know, how determined he was to play in the AFC championship game, then Reed wasn't even going to put him in. Uh, but he finally let him, you know, put it out there on the field. And unfortunately, he re-aggravated that injury. So McCole Hardman, IR, and we get to activate number 25, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So he is coming off the IR after practicing, even in the week leading up to the AFC championship game. So we are going to have another running back on the roster for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I kind of assume Ronald Jones will be inactive. That's just my assumption. I don't have any idea if that's actually true, but I just assume that's going to happen. Uh, Kadarius Tony, limited participant today, but Juju, another <laughs> one we've been watching, he was a full participant today. So right. I, I sounds like they'll both be out there this weekend. Ooh, and Sneed cleared concussion protocol Sneed, as well. Yes, big one. So big he time. will be back. Unfortunately, Chris Jones feeling a little bit under the weather reportedly today, um, but I don't think there's any major concerns about his status for Sunday. Yeah, not on the injury report for today. couple guys for Philadelphia, but nobody's going to be missing. That's big for them. So uh, their cakewalk to the to the Super Bowl, they've, they've had a chance to rest some of these, these big-time players, right? Like, yeah, no doubt. I mean, they're playing – Christian McCaffrey at quarterback. It's it's not a not as <laughs> difficult of a game as as what some of those games the Chiefs have endured are. But let's uh, let's get our opening kidding. thoughts here. I want to start with you. Uh, I want to get your kind of just opening thoughts. How are you feeling about Sunday? Where do you think um, you know everybody is in terms of Chiefs Eagles? Obviously, we're both going to lean Chiefs a little bit, but just yeah. overall, how are you feeling about Sunday? Man, I mean overall. Um... You know, the first thing I think about with this game is legacies and how they can change, who might be most impacted. Um, I think that a lot of Mahomes and Andy Reid's legacy uh, not necessarily rides on this game. I wouldn't go that far. I'm not going to be that dramatic. But it definitely winning this kind of a game would add a huge piece to what they've been able to accomplish together. Winning one is hard enough, but if you win two – together that really puts you into kind of an upper upper echelon tier of player coach tandem you know what I mean only a couple of player and coaches have really been able to string together multiple Super Bowl wins um you know first one that comes to mind is like Shula and Greasy back in the 70s of course Brady and Belichick uh Walsh and Montana so there's a lot of those kinds of couplings of head coaches and quarterbacks so that's the big piece that I'm thinking about going in here Secondly, is about Jalen Hurts, man, and all the things that he's had to overcome and accomplish to get to this point. And I have a ton of respect for the Eagles and everybody on that roster. Um, if it weren't the Chiefs in this game, I feel like no matter who they would be playing in the AFC, that's who I, I mean, I would be rooting for the Eagles uh, to get the W here. And I rooted for them back in 2017 when they won it as well. So, I mean, um, you know, it almost feels like when the Chiefs played the Niners in 2019, I was like, man, I really like this Niners team. I think they have a lot of really good players and pieces and guys that are deserving of the Super Bowl ring. If they weren't playing the Chiefs, I would feel inclined to root for them. So, um, you know, those are my big thoughts going into this game uh, as far as just not necessarily who's going to win, who's going to lose, but like the surrounding pieces of it um, are really what I'm looking at, too. And and I'm I'm honestly very excited to see what happens. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Legacies are always a big part of Super Bowls, right? Uh, you're here now. How do you, what do you do in the Super Bowl 
that everybody's going to remember forever. You know, for me, you brought up the 49ers and I was kind of thinking about this the other day. It's so incredibly hard for NFL franchises to make the Super Bowl. And I think we, you know, we kind of are, I guess, a little bit spoiled in a sense of like, but the Patriots did it so many times. Like, how could it be that hard, right? Well, that was a freaking anomaly. And that, that they are that was a, a a really good dynasty. Even, you know, as yeah. a Chiefs fan, like I obviously understand that they were they were dominant. And to get there three times in four years as as Chiefs fans and, and as the Kansas City Chiefs did. And then also to think about the Eagles, like they won it just one year before the Chiefs won it. Yeah. And so getting there two, you know, two times in five years is also not easy. And then you bring up the 49ers and they're like a great example of how great of a team you can be. And they've only been in the Super Bowl one time over the last five years, right? But they've had Super Bowl caliber teams. That roster this year is a Super Bowl caliber roster. Yeah you know, things happen and, and you're at home now. So just thinking about that and as a fan, understanding what it was like to be a fan in the, you know, late nineties, early two thousands, when you're finally old enough to understand what's going on as a young kid and seeing, <laughs> seeing them have success, but never like this kind of success, right? They always yeah. have that great offense. And then the, you get into the Dante halls and, there's always been exciting things. And then you hit like the early 2010s and the low yeah. and like how bad it was as Romeo Cornell was the coach and two and 14 seasons and drafting a left tackle number one overall, like now we're here. And so just as a chiefs fan and <clears throat> thinking about all that I've seen in my short 32 years of like getting there three times in four years, like, we just also have to remember this is freaking greatness and, and we we're not going to see this often. So let's right. enjoy it, baby. Let's enjoy it. And let's take home the W obviously, but let's enjoy it. And that's, that's where my thoughts are right now. Like we talked right before it got on, like it's been a hell of a long week. Like I just wanted to yeah. be here, but also I don't want it to be <laughs> over, crazy. you know, because yeah. come Monday morning, even if they're, there's a champions, it's still over. We can celebrate, yeah. but it's still the over, last game. right? So just kind of enjoying it and taking it all in and hoping, <laughs> you know, somehow Mahomes and company can uh, can make it two super, you know, two championships in four years. So those are my Great thoughts game. as well. We can get into more of the nitty gritty now. Uh, this is the fun stuff. We're gonna get in first off keys to the game. If you're here with us, welcome in. Let us know uh, your keys of the game. If you've got keys of the game, we'll kind of walk through what we think needs to happen in order for both teams to win. We will talk plenty of Eagles today. They're still the, the opponent this week. We're a fantasy football show. We're going to talk about both teams. Um, so just bear with us a little bit with the Chiefs stuff, but hopefully you're enjoying <laughs> that part of it. And, and we want to know what you think your what you think the keys of the game are this right. week. Dan? I'll let you start, or you want me to? I'll let me start. How, let me start with the Eagles. Kick us off, bro. Let's get to this first. Diehard Colts fan, gotta say, Chiefs earned this by hiring Reed and drafting City in one year. Mahomes, look, I will, I will take it to my grave. City <laughs> Mahomes was the absolute smartest thing Andy Reed has ever done as a coach, all time. Yeah, and 
I have buddies who argue that with me every single year. They think that the Chiefs would have got there, you know, with that that team that first year when Alex Smith was a quarterback. I don't care. I think it's the smartest thing Andy Reid has ever done is sitting Patrick Mahomes for that year. Man, I don't know that we get there in 2017 with Mahomes, to be honest with you, and it could bruise his confidence in that scenario. Um, you know, I, I definitely am a proponent of of him sitting behind Alex Smith. What what a who who would be a better guy to learn from than the number eleven? 100%. Great leader, man. I mean, the dude and Mahomes has talked about it. If anyone's listened to the New Heights podcast with Mahomes on there, he really goes in depth with what Alex Smith did for him in terms of you know teaching him how to prepare for Sundays, how to treat your body when you're not on the field and when you're outside of the facility, what to do in the off season, and just all these different habits that really helped hit, turn him into the player. And that he is on and off the field today. So, I mean, you know, hell of a lot of credit goes to to Alex Smith and to Andy Reid for having that foresight to know, hey, if we want to get to this point at some point with you, number 15, you got to pay your dues. <laughs> get in there and, and you know, one day we'll we'll get you where, where we think you can be. And lucky for us, it turned out to be the very next year, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great point. Great point, Drake. Um, As far as the Eagles go, man. So we are looking at both sides and I try to be as non-biased and objective as possible when it comes to, um, you know, breaking down opposing teams and players and and anything like that when it comes to the NFL. So how do the Eagles win the game? I think it's pretty clear. You got to win the battle in the trenches. I think the biggest strength for the Eagles is their offensive and defensive lines and the immense amount of talent that they have on both of those units. Their offensive line features multiple guys who have been to pro bowls, a couple of all pros and Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey. And they're deep uh, on the defensive side. You could bench their entire starting defensive line and you would have a second rank of all pro bowl caliber. Jordan Davis isn't even a starter. Jordan Davis isn't a starter. They're, I mean, their starting lineup, let's just say they're going four, right? It's Reddick, Graham, Fletcher Cox, and I don't know who they'd start in the middle. Linville Joseph, maybe. Uh, you go to the second rank, it's Jordan Davis and Dominic too. And then on the outside, you've still got Josh Sweat and mm-hmm. Robert Quinn. I mean, it's, are you it, kidding me? <laughs> it's really a masterful, like, creation of youth and experience think robert quinn and dominican sue some of these guys have been around the league so long just they've honed in on their craft they know you know the ins and outs of the game and then they can absolutely they can pass it on to some of these young bucks like a jordan davis i mean they're true vets um their roster is just stacked hargrave, hargrave. Yeah. thank you thank you that's there who i was missing um hargrave i mean they just are so 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 deep um, in on the defensive line, and then on the offensive side, I mean, I don't think there you could name five offensive line starters that are better than what the Eagles have. Like, obviously, the Chiefs have a great interior offensive line, but the left and right tackles, you know, they leave something to be desired. I'm not saying they're bad; they're still both. I mean, Orlando Brown's probably top 15 in the league, if you want to call it that. Andrew yeah. Wiley, maybe top 25. Um, not not the best there at right tackle. But, but hey, they've been getting the job done, and, and those guys on the interior definitely make it easier for them, I think. Um, but 
you know, with with what we have on our defensive line, I think we have a very solid defensive line as well. Obviously, we were second in the league in sacks, but we're playing the team that was first, and they beat yeah. us by 15 sacks. So, I mean, there, there's just a lot um, that they bring to the table in the trenches, and if they can play to their strengths, which I believe is those two pieces on both sides of the ball, then there's a good chance that they could win this game. Yeah, and I'm I'm – kind of just piggybacking off of you, right? My key to the game is run the damn ball. RTDB. <laughs> I mean, that's what's gotten the Eagles here thus far. Yeah, of course they've got – they've had some games where <clears throat> Jalen Hurts throws it to A.J. Brown for three touchdowns over 150 yards. Like, they've had some great blow-up games. We're fancy football guys. We know about those. But ultimately, when it comes down to winning football games, they're running the ball. and They've got three running backs, and they don't care – where they're at on the football field, they're going to give it to whatever running back they desire at that point in time. They're all three good running backs. They know how to utilize the running backs. And then you're running right in behind that offensive line that you just talked about, right? So, yeah, I I think that if they can run the ball and control the clock, that's their – to me, that is their key to winning this game. And it's not my key for the Chiefs, but I think the Chiefs – I think Spags needs to go all out to stop the run. I think it goes all out, stop the run, play those big boys, rely on some of these rookies, man. They've been freaking hot in the back end recently. Let these rookies play with these big boys. Let them play with, you know, Smith and AJ Brown and, and see what happens and load up (laughs) and stop the run and make Jalen hurts a 24 year old. Who's never been in this position before a 24 year old who has never been in the playoffs or never won a playoff game before this year, you know, before make him make those hard decisions and, and load up and stop the run. So that's, but yeah, for the Eagles, it's don't make Jalen Hurts do that, right? Get, give the ball to the running backs. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's go to the Chiefs. So before we do the Chiefs, let's listen to the end on some of the chat. Chiefs must get the ball out quick. Eagles have four rushers, 10 sacks. Dan, you just alluded to them being the, the highest uh, sack rate in the league. Eagles must mm-hmm. run the ball. I'm on the same page with Drake. Uh, play action to throw Chris Jones off. So for sure. They get that run game going. I think the Chiefs could be in for a long game. Uh, and, and yes, I think there's going to be a lot of screens, as John said. Also, John and Nick talked a lot about this same thing last night. So go check out mm-hmm. Necessary Roughness on the Stadium Rant YouTube page. They talked a lot about the screen game and Andy Reid's ability to 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 draw up plays. So that was really that was really sharp stuff there. So go check them out. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that screen game needs to be – on it, MVP, uh, MVS is the X factor for the game. All right, uh-huh. all right, we'll see about that. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get to man, we're hot and heavy. I love all this, guys. Love Keep it. it coming in. MVS blew up with, versus Cincy. If Tony's hurt, which we talked about Tony earlier in the show, limited participant today should be out there, but we don't know. You know, is he going to be full health or whatnot? MVS could be uh, the man this week. Let's hope so. That's for sure. Yeah, that is no, sure. that screen game. I, I, I do want to talk about that a little bit when John brought that up. The screen game, man, that's the biggest deterrent for any kind of pass rush, right? You know, those guys close in on the quarterback. You got your running back. He breaks out into the flat, dump it to him real quick as the pressure comes on. And then it's, you know, you got a couple of linemen that probably swing out there to block for him as well as the receivers and the tight end. So, I mean, um, 100% going to be a key factor and, and, uh, the chiefs deterring that pass rush and, and what their the Eagles offensive line brings to the table. Um, 
A couple things to note about what the Chiefs' defense brings to the table in terms of the run game. We were the eighth-best defense against the run. Now, I attribute some of that to teams abandoning the run game against us, um, so yep. I won't give us all of that credit. But, uh, you know, we held Joe Mixon and, and P. Ryan in check in the AFC Championship game. I think they averaged just a hair over two yards a carry. As a That team. defense stepped up they stepped in the AFC up. Championship game. And they're play, they played a better receiver unit in that yeah. game as well. They let, what you said, the rookies, <laughs> they let them play. Um, so, you know, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, I think they're just a little bit better than A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Quez Watkins. So, agree with that, 100%. You know, it's not like they're they're facing a caliber of talent that they haven't faced before. So, I mean, you know, there there's definitely ways that the Chiefs can – combat those things and and play their game which i think it all starts with getting a lead early and making the eagles abandon that run game a little bit now the eagles never fully abandon it because jalen hurts has scramble ability that's out of this world um but if they're able to get that lead early and make the eagles chase them it could force jalen hurts into some more mistakes and force them to sort of change their game plan a little bit but then even if they aren't, like I said, they're never going to fully abandon the run. They'll still rely on some of those RPOs and play actions and, and read options and those kinds of plays um, while incorporating in the past game. So, I mean, no matter what, it's going to be a challenge for both teams because of what each team brings to the table. But I think that's, that's going to be the biggest key for the chiefs to get the win is just to get the lead early and make the Eagles uh, sort of play catch up as much as possible. Oh yeah. Yeah. And when, when they're playing catch up, you're now making Jalen hurts, make those decisions. And that's where I think that the chiefs could really get into a really nice spot. Not saying he can't beat the chiefs. I, I mean, the dude is phenomenal. He can beat the chiefs, but that's what I, I want to see them force him to do it. I want him to be like, if the chiefs lose, we say good game. I hope it's because Jalen Hurts played out of his mind and beat them. And it's not because they ran for 220 yards and just Patrick Mahomes never had the ball. <laughs> Bled you know the I mean? like, to death. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, exactly what I'm thinking. Exactly what I'm thinking. Uh, will Sneed be a liability out there coming back from injury? I don't think so at all. Uh, it was a concussion. It's, it, shouldn't, uh, yeah. and it shouldn't hurt his ability to get around the football field. It's not a you know sprained ankle or anything like that. It was a concussion. I think he should be back healthy and a crucial part of that defense. Oh yeah, and that's another key point to to highlight. Really, is the the Chiefs' defense held off those that tandem of receivers from really taking over the game without Legereus Sneed. He went down in the first what five minutes of regulation. I think it was the first drive of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I we mean, saw was- a whole bunch of uh, six. I can't remember that rookie's name. Brian Cook, man. Brian yeah. Cook. We saw a great. whole bunch of Brian Cook, and he, he played deflected phenomenal. that pass to get uh, yep. to pick uh, Joe Burrow off. Jamar Chase decided that route he ran on fourth and six. You know, he kind of cut in and and took took off and into a vert. <clears throat> he ran that same little hitch and go route where he gave him that move, and that time Brian Cook read it perfectly, swatted out the air, and uh, Joshua Williams was able to come away with the pick. So, I mean. Um, rookie to rookie tip drill, baby. Love it. Love it. That's a, that's a tandem I'm hoping does work for a while. But, you know, they, uh, you know they, were, they were able to learn. I think that's a huge, the biggest piece that I'm taking from that is they were able to learn and adapt to what they saw on the field 
so that they could capitalize and make a play. And that's going to be critical is getting those rookies to, well, they're not rookies anymore, right? They've not played anymore. 17 games, uh, getting those young players to capitalize on those uh, different pieces as they, as they get accustomed to the game flow and what the Eagles game plan is capitalizing on that knowledge. Absolutely. I'm going with the chiefs offensive line versus this Eagles pass rush. Uh, we've already said it multiple times. Led the league in sacks. Patrick Mahomes is obviously a little bit hindered with the ankle still. And, you know, he can tell us all he wants, but we know he'll still be a little bit slower than what he <laughs> usually is. Uh, yeah. Did you quote Nelly? Did you, did you, did you quote him? I didn't quote him. Did I? Did I quote him? I don't know. Who quoted Nelly? Drop the quote. <laughs> what was the quote, Tyler? We need to know. If I we did it, it, it was back. not intentional. <laughs> so hit rewind. Hit rewind. Uh, no, and so I think this this offensive line, especially those tackles, Andrew Wiley and Orlando Brown in the pass rush against Haskins, especially against ha Haskins, but against all of this, um, oh, tip drill. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't right. realize okay. it. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> that, that's my key to the game. I think that if the Chiefs offensive line can dominate very much like they did last week or, you know, whenever that game was because – Yes, Mahomes scrambled at the end of the game, but really he I don't think he was sacked at all in that game. If so, maybe it was just one time. Wasn't really he didn't hit the ground a whole lot either. Like they played out of their minds. And I do think sometimes there's a little bit of men mental, you know, preparation for something like that. Hey, we know our quarterback's not gonna be able to scramble like he normally does. We need to step yeah. up. Hopefully they bring that to the table again on Sunday because they're gonna need it against this pass rush for the Philadelphia Eagles. So that's, that is my key of the game for the chiefs. I appreciate all your guys' keys as well. Uh, that was, that was a really cool segment. Um, man, we should break down football games a little bit more often on this show, but let's, uh, let's get into the, the betting. Let's get into the betting, you know? Um, oh yeah. I want us to start with value bets. And I, while you kind of go through this, I'm going to pull up um, FanDuel. I know some of our bets are off of like DraftKings and other things, but anything I, we have on FanDuel, I can pull it up. Yeah, I'll kick it off, man. So value bet. And and what we mean by that is like there's going to be some monster odds on this kind of bet, and it won't be necessarily impossible, um, but you're not going to want to put like your mortgage on it or anything like that. <laughs> so, you know, really where, where I'm starting, and I kind of look through DraftKings, um, I like to bet through DraftKings or MGM. So that's really where I get a lot of my odds. Sometimes I'll dabble into FanDuel. Um, but basically, this Super Bowl prop really got me interested. And it's an it's a prop for an offensive lineman to score a receiving touchdown at plus 3,500. And those are the odds for DraftKings. So, you know, uh, put put a hundred bucks down, win three fifty is kind of how that breaks out for anyone that doesn't understand that side of it. So, um, you know, plus three, plus 30, or sorry, plus 3,500 is the odds on that. So, um, and it can be it from any team. Yeah. That's awesome. Plus 3,500, hundred bucks, $3,500, which is crazy, but it could be any team. So it's just like, if this happens, if this, if an offensive lineman catches a touchdown, then you get 3,500 bucks if you put a hundred down. So um, just with the way that Andy Reed has worked his offense, we've seen Nick Sirianni get 
creative as well. Um, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility yeah. for, you know, some offensive tackle to come slide in there. And even if it's Jason Kelsey, I mean, that's a guy who we've, we've kind of heard is, is eager to get the football and, yep. and do something with it. They could put in uh, their backup uh, center. What's his name? Cam Jurgens. plug him in real quick on a goal line situation, get Kelsey out in the fullback position, let him run a quick little out route and hit him in the flat. Why the hell not? So it's all the talk uh, about the Kelsey bowl and right. You know, yeah. That would be uh now. Yeah, now I think it would need to be like a either. It would need to be one of two situations for this to happen. Like a close scenario, like what happened with the Philly special where they had to pull a bag of tricks out to beat this really tough defense, or it's going to be a blowout and there's going to be yeah. like a three touchdown lead where, you know, whatever team is driving down the end zone, they do something creative. So one of their veteran offensive linemen can score in the Super Bowl. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Um, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. If you want to put like five bucks on it, you might walk away with a couple hundred, <laughs> just some, Heck some yeah. crazy wild play. So that's, that's the one I wanted to highlight for sure. I am going with, um, something kind of similar with that. And that's, that's, Jody Fortson, anytime touchdown plus 1400. Uh, so not, not as good of odds there, but again, you got to think about a guy who a has scored a touchdown this year and you get creative around the goal line. They get, they bring in three tight ends. The chiefs will throw it to anybody. Uh, hey. So Jody Fortson touchdown, getting him back out there. He was back out there last week. Didn't have a lot of run, but uh, he's not going to play a lot of snaps. But he'll get in there on the goal line a little bit. Uh, Jody Sports. And then I also like, I can't find it. I was trying to find it while you were talking so I can pull it up. I can't find it on FanDuel right now. I don't remember exactly where I found that. Uh, but there is a prop on FanDuel that is Chiefs beat the Eagles in overtime plus 2,200. We haven't had an overtime game yet this year in the playoffs. Remember, this is the new overtime rules this year in the playoffs and we haven't seen it yet. So why not <laughs> wait for the Super Bowl to see the first overtime with the new overtime rules in the playoffs. So uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. And of course you got to take the chiefs winning on that side of things uh, because we got to stay true to the brand. What about you guys in the chat first score bet uh, Eagles tight end. So I, I did see on FanDuel you can bet, at least on FanDuel, you can bet uh, whether Chiefs tight end, Eagles tight end. You, you can bet the position. So it doesn't have to be the player, but you can bet the position uh, is the first touchdown score. Parlay that with 14 points in the first quarter. I actually don't mind that over – I assume the first quarter is probably 10 and a half. First quarter total, 10. I don't mind the over. I don't mind two touchdowns in the first quarter there, uh, but we'll see about that. Drake says go with Dallas Goddard touchdown. He's monstrously underrated and is a beast against those linebackers. Don't underestimate the Kansas City linebackers, but yes, Dallas Goddard is still. I do agree he is underrated there. Um, coin flip. What do you got for the coin flip before we jump into the next uh, next segment? What do you got for the coin flip? Oh man, I saw something. I think it's been what. I'm forgetting the stat here, but it's been, I think it's the last eight teams to win the Super Bowl or eight teams to win the coin flip has lost the Super Bowl. 
Um, so just a little coin flip uh, stat to drop for you. As far as what I would pick, I'm a, I, I pick heads. I'm a heads guy, so and, that's where I'm the, putting my the money. Chief, Chiefs are the away team, so they're calling it, right? That's right. Man, that's scary. <laughs> Don't screw it up. <laughs> Don't screw right. it up. <laughs> Don't, I think yeah, that's, way, that's when you hit the live bet, right? You're like, you wait until the, you know, the coin toss and then you just smash the live bet. Like, all right. Yeah. Eagles won the coin toss. Chiefs are winning this bad boy. Smash the chiefs live. Do it while they're setting up for the kickoff. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. It's <laughs> yourself a little bit of a, a little bit of value there that, that nobody else wants to do, but yeah, just wait till then. Uh, I love it. I love it. Let's uh, let's pause real quick for, a quick word from our friends over at NFL plus you can still jump in on that. And I, I know they're going to have some stuff in the off season as well. So uh, right. feel free to jump in on some NFL plus stuff, but let's uh, listen to them real quick. Well, the NFL season is here and so is NFL plus NFL plus allows you all your local games, all the primetime games and even coaches film with select subscriptions starting at just four 99 per month. Click on the link in the episode description to browse options and enjoy the NFL on the go. Take the NFL anywhere you are this season and join NFL Plus today. All right. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to have the coaches film. You're going to be able to yep. rewatch all those games. I mean, it, and if you're planning on having it next year, why not just go ahead and jump on that so you can get some summertime football? <laughs> That's right. And I, I actually love, it's kind of like, you know, when you think about Christmas, you start Christmas shopping a little bit like September, get a little cheaper, or maybe you do stuff like buying your, your winter stuff at the end of winter for the next year, whatever, you know, there's different right. ways you can kind of save money getting in on some of these subscriptions. Now when it's in the off season, it's going to be a little bit cheaper. So you kind of get a, dabble a little bit more for a cheaper price to kind of see what you're going to get. Maybe you yep. do that before you, you buy all in. So uh, go ahead and hit that description in our, in our, uh, the link in our description and help <laughs> us out there. For sure. So uh, where are we at? Player props, player props. This is my favorite. This is my favorite game to bet player props on is the super bowl. Cause you don't get a lot of action in the other games because there aren't any <laughs> it's the last one. So if you're looking to, to place a few, obviously, you know, there's going to have, they're going to be creative. I think is another thing that's really cool about super bowls and uh, what they, what they can bring you for the, the betting side of things. So um, player props, we can start with the Eagles, man. What are you, what are you looking at? Some different plays that you're looking to make or, or not make just ones that you like, even, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I'll be do, doing too much betting. Um, this year uh outside of a couple player props but yeah, it's uh, so hard it, it's really hard to bet like i will i'm uh, superstitious fr- about betting on yeah season, like that's i'm like so. look friday night i'll have my i'll have my uh daily fantasy show come see me hang out with us we'll talk about the game <clears> and we'll talk about building lineups for this like a single single game showdown lineup but really that's probably gonna be a lot of it like i'll anything else i'll lay it all like maybe friday saturday i'll just lay the bets mm-hmm. and just walk away because yeah. you can't 
as a fan, you can't sweat the the bets because you're sweating the game the whole time. But yeah, uh, exactly. You know, we still, I I think that we knowing the chiefs and really diving into this game, I think we can give some really good player prop bets for anybody out there who does want to uh, put, put some money on the line this week. I'm going to go with my first one is Boston Scott plus 500 as an anytime touchdown score. Mm. So the Eagles, the last three games, the Eagles have played Scott has scored in all three of them. He also inside the 10 yard line, this team, they, they don't care. Again, we said earlier, all three of these running backs, Sanders, Scott and Gainwell have split, essentially split the, the touches three ways. Scott has five of the 14 touches inside the 10 yard line over the last three games. Three of those five touches went for a touchdown. So I like Boston Scott anytime touchdown because the Eagles will use him inside the 10 yard line. They get in there nice and deep. Like they don't really care what running backs out there. Boston (laughs) Scott plus 500. You got me intrigued. That's for sure. I didn't know that about Boston Scott's, uh, red yeah. zone or running stats, I guess, is maybe a better way to put it. Yeah, I got carries outside the red zone. I'll shout out uh, Justin Herzig. He doesn't need my shout out. He, the guy's much more well known than I might ever be. But I was just reading up on some articles, and and he had kind of laid out some of those stats. I'm like, dang, this is actually super spicy. Uh, I like this a lot. So I went with Boston Scott. I also a couple others here for the Eagles. I like AJ Brown over 72 and a half receiving yards his prop there look the chiefs they consistently get whooped by the number one or they had been so hopefully they don't again but you know the number one wide receivers really dominated this defense throughout the season uh now some people might say Devonte smith's the number one you might say that here in a minute when you talk about your player props that you got on the sheet <laughs> but i like aj brown over 72 and a half receiving yards there's also on Fanduel. there's also like 25 yards per half. So I like that for AJ Brown. I'm thinking about that for a Travis Kelsey, but I do like it more for AJ Brown right now. And then exactly one pass passing touchdown for uh, Jalen hurts is plus plus one eighty-five. And the reason I like the exactly one passing touchdown is because of how much this team runs the ball. Jalen hurts can run it in on a bootleg or quarterback sneak, anything like that. They could score four times and only one of them be a passing touchdown. So I really like that exactly one passing touchdown. Plus 185. It's got a little bit of juice there. Don't mind that uh, player prop there for Philly. Let me let me know in the chat. You guys like those? Boston Scott, <clears throat> time touchdown. A.J. Brown, over 72 and a half receiving yards. Jalen Hurst, one passing touchdown only. Let us know if you like those. Uh, Drake says Sanders, touchdown. Pacheco touchdown. He likes the over. Mm. Scott gets those goal line carries. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, inside the, the goal line or inside the 10, they'll go to Boston Scott. So uh, Kenneth Gainwell actually only has two carries inside of those, but he had two catches. So he gets four touches still. So that's why they split the touch. Yep. Just as a, uh, even a more of a side note, uh, Gainwell not really getting the carries that like Sanders and Boston Scott are. Absolutely. So I, I'll I'll jump on a couple of mine. And again, if you guys like any of the ones Trevor kind of 
laid out for us. I think he's got a, a lot of good ones. The Boston Scott one was one I wasn't fully versed on. So I really like that, especially at plus 500, man. That's juicy for sure. Um, you know, I think Drake mentioned it earlier in the chat, uh, but, or it could have been, could have been Lee. I, I can't remember, but Dallas Goddard touchdown. I did have him down for an anytime touchdown plus 150 on DraftKings. That's, that's one that I feel really comfortable about. <clears throat> it's really, as far as pass catchers go, the only other pass catcher I would lay a bet down on for any time TD is the Chiefs tight end. Uh, so both of those guys, I'm really, really big on, and I'll talk. We'll talk Chiefs in a minute, of course. But Dallas Goddard plus 150. I think those are fantastic odds for a guy that I think is almost a lock to catch a touchdown in this game. You can get it for plus one seventy five on FanDuel if you're hey maybe I line shopping over to FanDuel <laughs> for Jalen Hurts. All right, I've got a couple here. Um, I like his odds to score the first touchdown at plus six fifty on DraftKings. That was what it was earlier today. Let's see what FanDuel has it at. But they get into the red zone, right? They do hand the ball off to those running backs when they're in there, but they also allow Jalen Hurts to keep that ball quite a bit. And it's really up to him. He, I think he scored, what, 13 touchdowns on the ground this year? Um, and that was just in the regular season. So, okay, here we go. Plus 800, Jalen Hurts score first touchdown. I really like those odds for him to, to take that in. And if I'm putting a flyer out, on anyone not named Travis Kelsey for first touchdown, it's Jalen Hurts for sure. To keep it on Jalen, I think he's going to run quite a bit. And I think there's a chance he breaks a big one off. So I'm taking the over at 49 and a half rushing yards. I don't know what FanDuel has him at here, but I really like that. Yep, bingo. I really like that total for him. I think eclipsing 50 won't be difficult for him. Um, especially if it's like a broken play, which is really where he can hurt your defense. Um, I think there's a really good opportunity for him to to clinch that up. And then finally, his line, last I saw, was 240 and a half passing yards. I think they bumped that a little bit since I last looked. But I like the under for that. I think these guys are going to lean into that running game really heavy. And Jalen Hurts really doesn't average a ton of passing yards. I think he sits right around 220 total yards, maybe 230. Um, you know, I think there's a really good chance that that under hits. So that's kind of the ones that I'm highlighting uh, for for my uh, my piece here on the Eagles. Yeah, I, I agree. The unders are so hard to hit all the time, right? Like you just want <laughs> you want everything to go over. You want it to be a shootout, but I think that's pretty sharp going under. Uh, there with Jalen Hurts. Before Dan, before we get to the the Chiefs player props, baby, we got a little a little extra for for the for the crowd today. Let's listen <laughs> to it. Thirty six tie in overtime. Chiefs first down and goal to go. I'm gonna win every single day. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. And when it's grim, be the grim reaper. Touchdown, Kansas City! Oh, yeah. It's time. I should have saved another one of those worth the wait bottles just to kind of 
crack something open for the next Worth win. The when yes. it, if it comes, you know what I mean? It might it would have been nice to have that on hand. <laughs> I'm gonna run it back. This is it. Bring it back. Bring the trophy home. How are the players gonna do it? We'll talk player props here, but yes, it's time to bring the trophy back to Kansas City. Love it. I love it. <clears throat> Trevor, you want to kick off the player props? If not, I can I can jump Let's in. There. Yeah, I'm ready. First one here, uh, again, another FanDuel find I found. Mahomes' higher pass completion rate than Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Oh, man, I always throw Hayden Hurst and Jalen Hurts. <laughs> confuse the heck out of me every time. It's but, the same number of syllables. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, so you can get that at minus 115. I just think that if, if the Chiefs get into a position where Jalen has to throw the ball a lot, I don't really think it's going to be at a high completion rate. So I like Mahomes throwing a lot of those screen passes, a lot of those short passes. I like his completion rate a lot more. Um, the, the odds aren't juicy on this. It's minus two, two Oh five, but what the heck FanDuel has Mahomes passing touchdowns at one and a half. I will take that over every time. I'm pretty sure it's sat at two and a half the whole season. So why they're down to one and a half, I guess because of the defense and because of the leg or the ankle and everything, but I'll take Patrick Mahomes passing over one and a half touchdowns. Even if it's only minus two Oh five. I don't care. I'll throw 10 bucks on that thing to get five back. Um, and then uh, Pacheco, over 16.5 yards receiving. So last week, or last week, two weeks ago, five catches. Um, I forgot the yardage off the top of my head all of a sudden. He, he dominated. He dominated the snaps. He was out there. It looked like they were like all in on trusting Isaiah Pacheco all of a sudden. I'm not really sure where Jarek McKinnon has gone this playoffs run. He was great for the six games leading into the playoffs. He has simply disappeared. He got the one catch for the touchdown, the, the first game of the playoffs against the Jags, but he has really disappeared. His usage has gone way down and Pacheco caught the ball five times out of the backfield. So I like the over 16 and a half again, leaning into this idea of short dump off screens, those kind of things. Uh, one screen takes it, you know, 20 yards. And I think he can get over 16 and a half receiving yards. I like those for sure. Um, you know, what we got here just made me realize well, how yeah. awesome Mahomes is. Yeah, it was cool as hell. <laughs> it was cool as hell. It's, it was cool it's, as hell. it's incredible. That, it's I, still I mean, cool shout, as hell. Shout out to, uh, to Preston too for putting that that mix together yeah. too because that is it was so, so good that, that's such a sick mix too. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, Drake says they're saying that about Pacheco because McKinnon and now uh, healthy Ceh, and I agree. But I don't. I don't look. Clyde was Clyde was phased out of this thing before he got hurt. Right. I I said it before the AFC Championship. I think Clyde getting hurt was probably the best thing that happened to this team. Because they didn't have to use him anymore. And that sounds harsh, but I was sick and tired of watching him play football, to be quite honest. Now he'll probably come in and and you know do like the Darrell Williams from a couple years ago and he was the guy we needed, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, and if so, great. But I don't know. I just think that even with a healthy CEH, I don't think we see him quite often. I think maybe five percent of the snaps, and I think Pacheco really controls this game. 
Yeah, man. And I'll just to kind of piggyback on that. I totally agree with what you're saying about CEH getting phased out of the offense. We really didn't see like he was he was a big part of it the first like four or five weeks. And then it was just, you know, snap of a fingers. He really wasn't involved. I think they were trying to get him involved again, like really up up his usage. And then he ends up getting hurt. So, I mean, that's just one of those things that, um, you know, we, we have a crowded running back room. I felt that way going into the season with what four running backs on the roster. And then there was a fifth guy who we were, I know we wanted to keep Derek Gore. He ended up being a final cut on our roster. So, you know, just kind of, and we have Melvin Gordon on the practice squad still. So there's a lot of running backs on this team. Um, and it just doesn't make it a ton, a ton of sense why we have so many, but I think Jarek McKinnon comes back in a big way and I'll kick off my props with this. He had a total rushing and receiving yard prop at 44 and a half was the line for that. And I'm taking the over in that. I think there's a good opportunity that we emphasize that scream game. It was mentioned earlier in the, in the pod here. Um, maybe he breaks off a couple of good runs, you know, Jordan Davis coming back definitely helps the Eagles rush defense. They were noticeably bad without him. Um, but that doesn't mean our offensive line isn't going to be able to clear some holes and get these guys some running room. So I think McKinnon has an opportunity to break a couple screens off, maybe pick up 10, eight here and there on those screens, get some rushing yards accumulated to eclipse that 44 and a half mark. Um, even if you take them on the alt, like at a 39 or 36 and a half, I think those are all safe bets too. Uh, the 44 and a half gets you a minus 115 on that total. So it is both rushing and receiving yards for Patrick Mahomes, his passing total. When I last looked was two eighty six and a half at minus one ten on bet MGM. I'm taking the over in that 10 times out of 10. I don't think there's any chance he doesn't get at least 300 yards in this game. Uh, we've seen him do it in blowouts. We've seen him do it in, I guess, blowouts either way. So, I mean, he's, he's almost a lock for that amount of, of uh, passing yards. And I feel really good about that. And then staying on Patrick Mahomes, two and a half rushing attempts at plus 128. That was on Barstool. Um, I think they're they're guessing maybe he won't scramble a ton with that with that ankle. But man, I think there's a good chance that he does break a few broken plays and all it takes is three of those scrambles for you to hit that. So why not put a little bit of juice on that one? And then uh, one more that I want to highlight here is Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. His receiving total set at 28 and a half at plus 115. I feel like you got to take the under in that. I don't know I that like he's within yeah. 25 yards. He's got that bum ankle. I don't know that they're going to emphasize him a ton. And if they do, it's going to be in the red zone on a short little nine yard screenplay. Yep. Um, so end yeah. around maybe something exactly. like that. Yeah. Something, something silly like that where they're going to be in the red zone. They need to get creative to get a score. Kadarius Tony touchdown anytime. Maybe that one I like a little bit better, but the the under on his receiving total I think is money, absolute mm -hmm. money. And the over on MVSs might be one to look at as well. And then finally, this is to highlight Patrick Mahomes is the first touchdown scorer at plus twenty five hundred on DraftKings. He scored the first touchdown in Super Bowl fifty four. Okay, so it's not impossible for go. that to be okay. the case. Um, do not count that one out. If you're feeling, if you're feeling good, go ahead and put a little bit on that as well. There we go. L I V go back to that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, the one I missed Travis Kelsey plus 1600 MVP. 
That's yep. uh, that's my MVP pick is is Kelsey at plus sixteen hundred. That's my only player prop there. All right, let's uh locks of the game. So this is a, this is just a bet or two that we we love. We absolutely think no matter what this thing is hitting, uh, whether it's a player prop, a spread, whatever total over under lock of the week. In the chat, let us know what is your lock. You've gave us some player props, but what is the one thing that absolutely will happen on Sunday? Let us know, Dan. I will let you start with your lock of the game. I've got three that I think are guaranteed hits. The first being the Hurts anytime touchdown at plus 105. The books feel the same way that it's very highly likely that he runs one in, and I think that it's almost a foregone conclusion that he gets it done. Put them on the one-yard line in a you know, goal line situation, 92% of the time, I bet they run a Jalen Hurts oh, yeah. QB sneak <laughs> just to quote the, the new Heights boys. So um, I'm, I'm taking that. I'm taking that bet for sure. That's going to be one that I lock in. I might put 25, 30 bucks on something like that. And if I'm feeling spicy, maybe I'll drop a 50 burger on it. Travis Kelsey, cool. 76 and a half receiving yards. I'm taking the over on that. I think he leads the Chiefs in receiving yards, and there's an opportunity for him to lead the the game in receiving yards with how dynamic he is at minus 120. I think that's a gimme. You plug that into any parlay, and it's not going to be a leg that you have to worry about. And then the Jalen Hurts rushing yards that I mentioned earlier, I really like that one as well. So those are that I'm that I'm looking at as far as um, – my locks for for this game and i'm only going player props i'm not betting the the point totals or the spreads i'm just staying away from all of that yep. strictly player props too superstitious to touch anything else <laughs> yeah 100 makes sense i am going right back to i don't know i guess he's my favorite running back in the nfl nowadays uh isaiah pacheco <laughs> the beast over 46 and a half rushing yards so I need to find the rushing and receiving total for this guy, just like you did with McKinnon, because I assume I want the over on that one as well. But over 46 and a half rushing yards, Isaiah Pacheco has hit this number nine of the last 11 games. So really since he's become the number one uh, running back here in Kansas City, number one in terms of carries, he has hit over 46 and a half, smashing it on numerous occasions. He really – sits in the 60 to 80 yard range. I know that it's down, it's low, lower this week because a, we talked about CEH being back, but also this Eagles defense and this run defense is really good, but I still like Isaiah Pacheco over 46 and a half. I think he clears that mark quite easily. And then there's one other that's plus money that I like, and it's, you can get plus money on the chiefs and, or the Eagles one and a half touchdowns in the first half. So I kind of like playing both of those. I think the Chiefs were plus 111 and the Eagles were plus 105. But essentially, if either of the teams go over, you know, get two touchdowns in the first half, you're cashing one of those bets. Maybe they both yeah. get two touchdowns. You cash them both. Uh, but I like that play as well. I do think one of these two teams so uh, will have two touchdowns in the first half. So I like that, especially getting that plus money uh, with that. That's good stuff. Coin toss winner loses game. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Yeah. Lee, we're going to live bet this. Okay. We're going to wait till we know who loses the coin toss. And then we're just putting, you know, our children's 
college funds all in <laughs> on the team that no, this is a, uh, is this the time that we have to tell you that this is not financial advice? Um, so yeah. we're not, you know, shut, shut down on YouTube, but no, yeah, we talked about earlier. Allegedly, live allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, exactly. Just lie about it. Wait till you know who wins it or loses it and then lie about it. That's what we're going with this time. All right, let's jump into parlays. Let's uh, throw some of these things together. I was trying to see. I don't think I had a banner for parlays, but you're still here in the chat. Hopefully you've hit that like button already, but if you haven't, please go ahead and smash that. That helps us out a lot. Subscribe to the Stadium Rant YouTube channel and share share our show with everybody. You know, Share our show yeah. with your friends. Uh, I'd love to see. We've got a couple new faces in the chat tonight. Love to see that. Uh, big game this weekend, obviously, especially for us Chiefs fans. But let's throw a parlay together. Let, can I start with this one? Because you said that you're not putting anything on the money line. I'm staying away from it. I'm staying away from it. I get it. I get it. And look, look, this might be a mistake just as the superstition goes. But I'm going mine, and I'm starting my parlay with Chiefs money line plus 104. And I talked myself into this. So I wrote down Sanders touch anytime touchdown plus 120. But after talking about the Boston Scott thing earlier, I've talked myself into putting him in here, not Miles Sanders. So I'm going Chiefs money line plus 104. Pull it up here. I'm going Boston Scott anytime touchdown. The Isaiah Pacheco over receiving yard 16 and a half that I talked about earlier. And the Patrick Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns, which I talked about earlier. So essentially, I'm taking my three player props. I'll put them in a parlay. I'm adding the Chiefs win. And it's going to pay out $335 with a $10 bet plus $33.54. And I'm like this, you can put a lot of parlays together. You're like, I don't like this is a long shot. How the hell is this going to happen? This could happen. This is one that I'm like, it could. Boston Scott would have to be the guy to get the touchdown, but it could happen. Uh, I, I feel really confident in three of the four. The Boston Scott touchdown would be the one that uh, would, would have to fall into place here. But if you don't <laughs> like Boston Scott, you could put the Jalen Hurts touchdown in there. You could put the Miles Sanders touchdown in there. It drops it down to about plus 1050, somewhere in there. You still turn $10 into 100 but that's my favorite parlay. And, Dan, before we get to your favorite parlay, I want to tell the chat, we're going to build a parlay together. So start thinking about it. I want, you know, two to three bets from the chat. We'll build a four- to six-leg parlay uh, here for the Super Bowl together. So be thinking about what you want in our parlay. Throw it in here, and I will put my own hard-earned money on it. <laughs> As we look, I'll, I'll, we'll build the parlay. I'll put my own hard-earned money on it, and uh, I can't. I can't say you can have any of the money if we win, though. <laughs> hey, you gotta you gotta pay to play. So That's right. Take take the parlay and put your own money on it. Then you'll you'll Heck earn yeah. on. Yeah. That's right. Let's do it together. We're not financial advisors and you bet at your own risk. <laughs> so Trevor, I do want to ask you a question before I, I spout mine off. Obviously a lot of books, they give you the option to cash out early. Yep. Let's say three of your four legs are imminent and you're waiting on that Boston Scott touchdown. At what point would you entertain a cash out? So if I'm waiting on the Boston Scott, so you're saying it, like, it's let's, looking it's a like scenario. the Chiefs are going to win. 
And, there are three scores. The other yep. two guys hit their their yardage totals. We still need a Boston Scott touchdown. At, at that point in time, I think I'm I'm going to cash out because it's probably unrealistic to expect Jalen Hurts to be chasing and them to run Boston <clears throat> Scott inside the ten yard line because yeah. they're probably running hurry up. They're wanting to get to the ball. They're throwing the ball a lot. If it looks like, hey, the Chiefs are going to win the game, the other two, the other two can hit in the first quarter. Honestly, um, it might not, but it could. So, but the Chiefs are winning, and now we're waiting on that. I'll probably cash out because Boston Scott's probably not going to get that touchdown at that point. Now, if it's the other way around, Boston Scott scores early in the game, Mahomes throws his two touchdowns, and now you know Pacheco gets his you know seventeen yards, and all we're waiting on is a Chiefs win. That's going to be more tricky because the the cash out will change as the game changes. Right. So if the Chiefs are way behind, the cash out might be eleven bucks. <laughs> so it's kind of like <laughs> I don't know. Do I just take the cash out and take my my dollar, or you know, if it's kind of a back and forth affair, I'm going to let that baby ride at that point. Yeah. If they're offering you a cash out for less than ten bucks, are you taking it at all? Or are you letting it ride? Regardless no, of the scenario. No, I gave out the 10 bucks for a reason, man. Yeah. Like, just let it go. <laughs> Same. I'm not one to entertain a cash out to recoup some of my bet. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all but or I, nothing. But I will entertain a cash out. Like this guy that yeah, wrote absolutely. out the, the four uh what did he had the four uh any the first touchdowns of the the four games a couple weekends yep. ago. And he, and he wrote it out, it. and he ca- and he and he won it. I'm like, dude. After Jamar Chase gets his, I'm cashing that bad boy out. But he was like, <laughs> he won like 75k by not cashing out. So I don't know. I guess there's right. obviously a lot more plus EV to not cash out. Well, there was another guy who had a championship parlay for the World Cup, and he was relying on France to win the World Cup to get like, oh. God, what Man. was it? It was something insane. Like I think I remember seeing that because he had like five hundred k, four hundred k. The NBA like champion, the NFL yeah. champion. It was yeah. like seven or eight different championships that he had picked perfectly, and he ended up cashing out and taking home two hundred sixty-seven thousand in somewhere in that neighborhood. And mm-hmm. then France gets smacked in yep. the World Cup. So it was like, what a what a genius move. I didn't like France in that World Cup either. So I was like, and then France almost comes back to win it at the end. <laughs> like they started rattling yeah. off a couple goals. But um, what a wild, wild ride that bets can take you on for sure. That's why we do it, right? That's why we do it because it feels, it feels good. And then when you win, rush. you're like, oh, I want to do this again. Yeah, just that's the dangerous part. Don't get hooked in that in an unhealthy way. Um, I'll go ahead and spout my parlay off. I did a five leg parlay to give us at plus seventeen hundred odds on DraftKings. We'll see what kind of odds we can put together on FanDuel here. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. So uh, Kelsey anytime touchdown. That's uh, that's leg number one for me. Um, secondly. Hurts anytime touchdown. I've been talking about that one quite a bit. What are the the odds at already just on doing those two plus two seventy eight? Hey man, if you're looking for something juicy, that's a good one. Double right it there. up, double your money. Yep. I'm taking the under on Jalen Hurts passing yards. What is the total at for him here? Two thirty eight. 
man, that's that's a little borderline. I'll I'll still oh, roll wow. with the under. So on DraftKings, it's two fifty. Well, here let's do this. Uh, let's do an alt line. I yeah, let's see what those alts are. Two fifty plus. Well, I don't want two fifty plus. I want under two fifty. Just do two twenty five plus. That okay. might be that yeah. That that'd be fine. I think it's going to be in that range, two twenty five to two fifty, but not not over or under the two. Um, I'll go with the over on Juju's receiving yards. Juju receiving yards. Oh, show more. I'm like, wow, it's not 38 and a half. Yep. Bingo. Okay. And then the over on AJ Brown's yards. So on FanDuel, they're a lot higher. 72 and a half. What are the alts talking about? <laughs> which is, that's what I, which that's what, you know, I went with that. Let's see. Uh, AJ Brown, alt receiving yards. What do you want to go over? Over 60. 60. Yeah. Okay. We can do that. We're at so plus, that puts 1300. Us at plus 1300. Still pretty good. Yeah. So I put mine on DraftKings. So it was uh, 10 bucks to win uh, 170 in profit. This one, this 10 will get you 130. Uh, yeah. So still pretty good. I think all of these are super safe bets. Um, I think Juju definitely gets involved quite a bit in this game. Uh, he should be pretty relatively healthy. I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, I think it's a knee injury that he was dealing with in the AFC championship game. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of this parlay, especially those first two legs. Um, and then we just sprinkle in some more of the questionable ones. Yeah. <laughs> after that's, how that. you, that's how you won the big bucks. Absolutely. So that's kind of what I'm looking at as far as my, uh, my parlay, but let's build one together, man. Let's build one together. And what I'll say is, you know, you, you made a good point about, you know, DraftKings, that same parlay pays out plus 1,700, where on FanDuel is plus 1,300. The, the, the good betters, the guys who are doing this and making a lot of money, they're line shopping, they're going, they're using BetMGM and Barstool Bets and FanDuel and, and DraftKings. So definitely do that. I'm a FanDuel guy. I, I do all my stuff on FanDuel. If you want to use FanDuel this weekend for the Super Bowl, they're giving away a free three up to $3,000 bet. So your first bet up to $3,000, no matter what you bet, you win the bet, uh, you get that money back. So essentially you bet $3,000, you lose it. They'll credit you $3,000 that you can't withdraw. You have to read, right? You got to put it back into it. Yeah. But you put it back into it, you bet whatever, anything you win after that, you can withdraw again. So it's up to 3000 You can go on there and get a free $5 bet if you'd like. If you've never used FanDuel, I did put my affiliate code and link in our description as well. Help me out here. Uh, use that. But again, honestly, help yourself out. Get on to FanDuel and, and take advantage of that free $3,000 bet. Uh, you're going to win it either way. Uh, if you win... Then you could win, you know, whatever, up to three thousand dollars potentially, depending on what you bet on. Uh, but if you lose, you'll get credited up to three thousand dollars. So take advantage of that this weekend for sure, and use my link in the description if you want. Uh, get started on FanDuel today. But again, line shop as well when you're doing all this. Absolutely. All right, chat. We are gonna build a parlay together. So this is the time that you start throwing in your favorite bets. Uh, Lee's already got some Goddard touchdown, McKinnon touchdown, and we won't talk about 
the rest of it. <laughs> I like those first two pieces, Lee, but you lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got confused on what you were saying at the end there. Uh, but, yeah, throw in what you want. Dan, I think we do a – let's do a let's do a six. Let's do a six-leg. You and I will put two in, and we'll let the chat put two in. How's that sound? Yep. We'll, you and I will put two in. We'll let the chat put two in. As the chat kind of catches up here, throw in, uh, you know, the next bet we see will go into the parlay. Dan, I'll let you put the first bet in. I'm taking the uh, Kelsey anytime touchdown. Kelsey, man, I love anytime touchdown parlays just in general. It's It's like rooting for a player the same way you would for fantasy football. Yeah, dude, we, Kevin and I on my, on the Rumbles of Red before the, the championship weekend, we put a little two, two gamer. We put Miles Sanders and Jarek McKinnon to be first touchdown scorers. Miles Sanders hit, man. I was pumped. Uh, but Jarek McKinnon couldn't. Like that first drive, <laughs> I thought it was – McKinnon was in there, and then they just stalled out and didn't score. And then later on, um, man, I don't even remember. Kelsey ended up being the first yeah. touchdown. But, man, I thought it was going to happen. It, and it, pay, it was like – it paid out juicy odds. Uh, I think it was like five bucks and one – Three hundred dollars or something like that. I was Damn. pumped, but yeah, it didn't quite nice work hit. out. But Kevin and I were spot on with that one. Miles Sanders first time. So that would have been Travis nice hit Kelsey, right there. Anytime touchdown score. Who? What do I want to go? Again in the chat, let us know. We need we need one from you guys too. Let us know what you're going to add to this parlay. Um, we need that. What is this? Okay, get out of there. All right, I want to go. I want to go with. I'm going to take an under receiving prop. And I am going to take um, Dallas Goddard. I don't think he's actually going to have that great of a game. Where's he? Oh, here he is. Because these linebackers are a lot better, I think, than people are going to think that they are. Uh, Plus. I think they're going to try to pick on these rookie these rookie uh, cornerbacks with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. Um, I think Dallas Goddard will have a modest game. I'm not sure he's going to be able to, to go on out and get over 50. Maybe he catches a touchdown pass, but how many times have we seen this guy end up with three catches for 37 yards and, and not really do much? And I could see something like that happening. So I'm taking the under on Dallas Goddard. It was something I saw earlier. Uh, all right, Goddard touchdown, McKinnon touchdown, overtime game. Let's let's throw in. You said Goddard touchdown twice, first. So I'm gonna take that one. So we're gonna go. Well, actually, we already got Dallas Goddard. In. We're gonna go Jarek McKinnon touchdown from the from the chat. Jarek McKinnon anytime touchdown from the chat. Ooh, plus one seventy five. All right, Dan, nice. you're up. So I like your Dallas Goddard pick for sure. I think, um, you know, Spagnolo's been known to put three corners and put the nickel on, uh, on, on the tight end or yep. Justin Reed has come down and, and played some defense from the safety position on, on the tight end Juan Thornhill as well. So, you know, those are, those are solid coverage guys. Um, so I like both of that, both, um, both of those scenarios to kind of limit, Dallas Goddard and then 
for my leg, man, uh, what is the, do we have rushing attempts as an option? Uh, rushing attempts. Let me see here. <clears throat> yeah. Player rush Let's attempts. See what those look like. Wow. We can't even get it. Boston Scott on here. The disrespect. We don't have, we don't have Mahomes on here. I wanted to or, take that one. I really like Clyde. That one. Where's Clyde at? No Clyde either. <laughs> no Clyde. Hot dog. What are we doing here, folks? All right. Well, oh man, this is tough, but I think I'm going to say put the Kadarius Tony under on receiving yep. yards in there. Reality check. <laughs> yeah, I got it. They're just, they're <laughs> out of, I haven't, I haven't actually bet anything. I, I can't bet on my computer. You see this big red location restricted. I don't know what it is about my computer, but it won't like read where I'm at. It's really odd. I was so going to say, is it off time, your I IP address? Like, I literally like snapped a photo, and I can just do it on my phone right here and, and do the exact same parlay, but it won't let me do it on my computer for some reason. So, that's all right, really we're going bizarre. Under, I, under I wonder what that would be and <laughs> what that's about. <laughs> Tony, 26 and a half. Under 26 and a half. Chat, we need one more from you all. Somebody throw it in there. One more pick. I am going to go over here back to that um, game special I talked about earlier. If I can find it again, I want the Chiefs plus one and a half touchdowns in the first half. If I can find it again, man, I was deep into this stuff just looking for random stuff earlier. So uh let's All those see game special categories what are those what are they hiding <laughs> yeah a lot um look at that jarek mckinnon one receiving touchdown plus 380 you can get in here and get some weird stuff going on um chiefs to win and have the most re rushing yards hurts and mahomes both to have 300 mahomes the two passing touchdown each quarter there's some good stuff in here, but I am looking for the one particular one that I had. The first and last. My yeah, gosh. you like that? There's a lot. That's wild. Any two of Isaiah Pacheco, Devontae Smith, Juju Schuster scores three touchdowns. All right, maybe it wasn't <laughs> in there. I'm not sure where I found that at. That oh, here Kelsey, right 25 touchdowns. yards in each. Total touchdowns, Chiefs. First half total touchdowns, Chiefs. At, okay, so here it is. So it's under totals. If you're on FanDuel, you can go to totals. Um, you can, you know, Chiefs total, 24 and a half, whatever. I'm going first half, Chiefs total. Where'd it go? Over one and a half touchdowns plus 114. Oh, we can't use that in the. No. Dang. Well, well, there it is. If you're wanting to know, there it is. <laughs> They're like, that's too good to be true. Can't that's do right. it. <laughs> there it is. All right. Well, I will go uh, with Gotta a prop pivot. that you had earlier, and that is a Jalen Hurts over on his rushing. You you talked about that prop earlier, didn't you? Yes, sir. 
and I'm going to take that over 49 and a half. I like that earlier when you were talking about it. So over 49 and a half for Jalen Hurts. And I we're not going to be able to do this one. This doesn't work in the parlays. It would do the exact same thing. I'm pretty certain that we just had. So, chat, this is where we need you. We need you as quick as possible. Yeah, see, it's not going to let us use that. Last one here. Get us one more pick in this single game parlay. We're already up to plus $3,900. One Joe, nearly $400. Give Dang. us one more spicy pick. And while I'm waiting on you, let's just remind you who's going to win this game. Our predictions are coming up right after this. <laughs> right after this. Come on, chat. We need one pick here. That's all good. That's all good. I, I don't mind that anyways. We still got five. It's still a $10 wins. $393. Uh, we could throw in one of these um, Goddard touchdowns if you wanted to, something like that, if you wanted to make it ten, six. A uh, little-known fact, I was actually told the other day that five, like any of your odd picks on a parlay is where the juice gets – which where the juice is at. So like a three-gamer, three a five-leg, or a seven-leg. So when you go from three to four, you're not actually adding a lot of juice. You're just adding whatever – the minus 110 or whatever it is. But when you add that fifth one, you add a lot more. I didn't know that, but I learned that the other day. No, nah, that makes sense. It's a little yeah. uh trick of the trade. <laughs> yeah, so if you're going if you're going there, just take the uh always go odd on number of legs that you're going to be um running. So, all right, great parlay. Dan, I think this is the time that we go ahead and shut this bad boy down and we uh we give the people what they want our our picks for the game what what are, what are our predictions <laughs> i can i can start and i can let you kind of finish this off and take us home but before we get there dude first of all this first season you and i has been a hell of a ride and now for both of our favorite team to be in the super bowl is phenomenal i'm super Incredible. pumped for that um obviously just love having a podcast and and being able to talk to all the people and chat with them all. So love that piece to it. But now to be able to talk, you know, final game of the year, the Super Bowl, and it's our <laughs> team. So just wanted to, you know, throw that sentiment out before we close it out here. No, nah, dude, it's been a freaking blast. Like, I mean, what a great football year, regardless of what happens in this game. I think there's no way that uh, you can say this year wasn't like a total success. Uh, for the show, we both got fantasy championships, which is the whole point of us coming together for this show. And then now we get to watch our team on the biggest stage and represent uh, Kansas City, the 816. So, I mean, um, you know, definitely been a pleasure to do this show with you this year. I'm looking forward to what next season's going to bring and all, what the offseason is going to bring and how exciting that's going to be for us here at ADP and, and Stadium Rant. So, um Definitely a Absolutely. blast, man. I appreciate you. Hell yeah. And it, it we'll be around all offseason. We won't be around as much. We're not going to be here every week. Uh, yeah. But we'll drop in, have a show here and there. Free agency happens, you know, early March. 
or mid-March-ish, I guess. Uh, then, of course, the draft. We probably won't be uh, too active around the draft time, but maybe after the draft we'll get active. Uh, hopefully we're, we're hanging out downtown during the draft a little bit. Uh, that is for Damn sure. Right. But I'm going to go ahead, man. Look, first of all, come back on Friday night, 8.15. I'll be live right here on Stadium Rant for the Rumbles of Red show. I'm going to talk through FanDuel single-game slate, how to build a lineup, Think, uh, show you some new tools, those kind of things. So I'm super pumped for that show Friday night. So come back and join me in the chat on that one. Follow me on Twitter at Trevor S underscore FF. But really all you actually care about right now is my pick. First of all, I'm going with the under. It's sitting at 50, 50 and a half. I will take the under in, in that. I mean, I think that's pretty high for a Super Bowl. Uh, we don't see that often. So I'll take the under the Super Bowl or under there. But you all know it already. We're going Chiefs Kingdom. We're going Chiefs Kingdom. A second Super Bowl in five years, baby. I don't care if you want to take the money line. I don't care if you want to take the plus one and a half. We're bringing this bad boy home. What's the score prediction on that? Oh, crap. I forgot about that part. Let's go. Uh, let's go. I Let's go 24-20. Okay. Let's go 24-20. You and that's I are a, not far nice off. Bowl, that's a nice Super Bowl score. I don't I don't think it's going to hit 50 points, and I think the Chiefs are going to win. So 24-20 yeah. hits both of those. Hell yeah. I love that. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and give you my info. Dan, uh, Fastest 40, we're doing a show. Recording tomorrow night, we're going to drop it on the final Red Friday of the year to give you that Can't Super wait Bowl. to listen to that one, man. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I know Trey and I, we got a, a packed show. Um, so very excited to, to drop that. Make sure you follow it on, um, on Spotify, Apple, just about anywhere you can get your podcast. That's where we're dropping it. Of course, follow this show ADP on Twitter and we're, we're presented by stadium rant. Stadium rant is a partner for both of the shows that I do on, uh, the podcast side of things. So at stadium rant HQ, ton of love for, for that, uh, organization, everything going on. Um, obviously John and, and, uh, uh, gosh, I'm, I'm blanking on Nick. Nick. Yes. John and Nick, they did the necessary roughness show this week. So, I mean, a lot of quality content coming out of there. The bounce is freaking awesome. I love getting my NBA insight from those guys. So dude, the bounce is going to be fire tomorrow night with all the trades that went on in the NBA this week. My phone's popping off right now. So I'm excited to see what just happened again. D'Angelo Russell went to LA and. Cam Reddish uh, just Rob- got moved. Um, I think uh, John Collins just got traded from the Hawks. So a lot, a lot of, yeah. a lot of action right now. <laughs> if you follow the NBA at all, go check out the bounce tomorrow night because, like, they two very sharp basketball oh, minds. Yeah. James used to be a college basketball coach. He brings that. Kev played a little ball in his day, like that. Yeah, great minds, and they They're love awesome. the NBA. They're awesome to listen to for sure. Um, but yeah, you know, chiefs kingdom, I'm riding with my chiefs take this to. for what you will, but I'm calling the score at 27, 20. My guys get the W baby. You already know. You already oh, know. Yeah. Getting the win two super bowls. Give Mahomes a second ring and a second MVP. Second first MVP. That's right. First quarterback to win the super bowl and MVP in the same season. since Kurt Warner. Knocking on wood. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. That's the under again. 27-20. That's in the under as well. Then we're both there on the under, both on the Chiefs.
Let's go Chiefs, baby. Hell yeah. We'll see you next time, guys. I need to know everything. Who in the what and the where I need everything. Trust me, I hear what you're saying, but I like it's new what you're telling me. I'm curious, George. I hop in the Porsche, five and a horse. I'm ready for war. I'm coming for throws to turn to a ghost. I need to know everything. Now you'd be surprised at the info you get is by letting them talk. So I'm letting them.